And now I'd love to invite my wife to come up and introduce our guest speaker for this morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm Sherry, and I have the honor and privilege to introduce a dear friend in my life who's also a mentor and a coworker. We both work together at Lifeline Christian Mission, and you might know Lifeline because that is the organization that we pack meals with at our church. Uh, those meals go to lots of ministries around the world, um, but Lifeline does a lot of other things around the world in about nine, ten different countries. Um, we have country directors, indigenous people that um, lead those areas of ministry. We have church plants and schools and economic empowerment initiatives, but um, we get the honor and privilege um, of having Claudia here. She is our country director in Ecuador, and she runs the ministry there. Um, about she's been she's been with Lifeline doing the ministry there for about 13 years. Is that right? 13. And um, something happened this year um, that the ministry that she loved, that she was working so hard on, that was producing great fruit. Um, a conflict happened where it was stripped away from her. And it just so happened to be the week leading up to Easter. And she was feeling kind of similar feelings that uh, Jesus felt of being betrayed and um, all sorts of emotions happened where the ministry that she was pouring into was stripped away from her due to some political conflict and, and other things. Um, and she... Uh, walked that season, and now God has given her a new vision, um, but it is still hard to make that transition. Um, but a neat thing is that part of her um, vision is something like a youth center as a component of her new ministry, and so very cool that the Lord has brought her here in this season as we are beginning our youth um, center here at Beyond. But Claudia has been a dear mentor in my life. I've learned so much um, from her, from her stories, from her testimony, from her love for the Lord, from her faithfulness in holding on to God through these really dark, hard seasons, um, her faith has endured. And so we have the honor and privilege of listening to some of her testimony this morning. So Claudia, if you wouldn't mind coming up here, I just want to pray over you before you, before you start here. Mm -hmm. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for Claudia. We thank you for her ministry. We thank you for her heart. Uh, we thank you that um, you have just put your vision inside of her, and we are just so, uh, we're going to feel so encouraged after some of her testimony, and we pray that you speak through her, pray that you give her peace, because uh, English is not her first language, <laughs> and so uh, it is intimidating coming up to a stage regardless of what language you're speaking in, but much less if it's not your first language, so we just pray for peace. We pray that our hearts and ears are open, that we can receive um, what you have um, what you want to speak through her. So we thank you so much, Lord, and we give you this time and this space. Amen. Buenos dias, como sorry. As Sherry told you, English is not my first language, so I'm going to ask your patience because I'm going to read. Uh, when I was doing my preaching course, they told me I shouldn't do this, but I want to say things right, so I will be reading my, what I wrote for you. Well, when Sherry asked me to preach today, 
I was surprised and scared. <laughs> I believe it's an honor to be able to talk the word of the, of, of the Lord, but it's a big responsibility too. So I asked Cherry to let me pray before I say yes, and I was really play, praying for a no. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to have a lot of books around me, so I can look to them, I can dig into history, culture, and all those things. And in my thinking, it was not possible to write something without all those resources. You may think, well, but you have internet, but I'm not a very technological person, so in my mind, that was not possible. Well, I told Sherry I was going to pray, and I did. As a matter of fact, I could barely get any sleep that night. Jesus, I asked Jesus, Jesus, you are asking me to preach in another country, in another culture, in another language, without resources? <clears throat> in my mind, I was thinking, please say no. <laughs> Still, he said yes. And as soon as you... As, as you've been studying the book of Deuteronomy, you know what happens when we don't obey, right? <laughs> it's just a, yeah. So I was praying, and God said, yes, you are going to preach. And I text Sherry and ask, how much time I have to preach? <laughs> and she said, 25 to 30 minutes. And I said, yes, I can do that. 25 minutes is fine. Uh, maybe a little bit less. <laughs> Then I went back to pray and ask, God, what would you like me to talk about? That was my prayer for the most of this week. Please show me what you want me to preach. And he told me, just do what I have done for you, which I have heard a lot from him lately. So uh, he put in my heart John 15:12. This is my commandment, love each other in the same way I have loved you. This verse has been in my life for a long time and lately in my heart. I don't know about you, but sometimes things that are in my mind are not always on my heart. It's interesting to me that it is a commandment, not a suggestion. He commands us to love each other like he has loved us. It's hard to read. You get lost. <laughs> yeah. For a long time, this idea made me crazy. How can Jesus ask me to love like he has? He's God. I'm not God. It's kind of strange. But this year, I had some interesting experience, like Sherry told you, and led me to start a new ministry. I was overwhelmed with the responsibility Jesus, how you expect me to do this? I'm not trained. I'm not good at doing this. In my mind, I had a lot of reasons why I could not do it. One morning after complaining and crying the whole night, Jesus put something on my heart. Don't complicate things. Just stay close to me and go and do what I have done for you. That is all I want from you. It was a completely new discovery for me, an entire new perspective. I have to do what he already has done with me. So I started to think in all the things Jesus did and does for me. 
I realize it's a long list, but I'm just going to talk about some of them. He never leaves me alone when I'm struggle. I can tell you how many I can tell you how many times I have felt this his presence in a very physical way. My my 14-year-old daughter was pregnant. I couldn't understand why that was happening. I was serving God. Why you allow this to happen? I was angry. I was so angry and resentful of Jesus for allowing this to happen to my daughter. That I thought I will leave the ministry. If Jesus doesn't care for my family, why I have to care for his? I was serving as a volunteer in the ministry, and one of uh, the families on a team asked me to go with them to visit a compassion girl they sponsor. On the way there, guess what happened? Their daughter has gone through the same situation about 10 years before we talk. It was like they were telling my story. I couldn't believe it. They gave me all the answers I need. They had the experience, and I was shocked. The strange thing is I never told her anything about my situation. I can tell you many stories like this. Jesus is always with me when I struggle. I'm willing to be intentional in being with the ones he sends me as much as possible. And because I know how good it feels, it makes me happy to have the honor of representing him in those moments. Other thing he does for me is he always provides what I need. At one time in my life, I was alone with my kids and my dogs. I was very young. I had just started my job, and I was waiting for my salary to come. So I was there with no money. I realized I didn't have anything on my fridge and no credit card at that time. So I decided to take my kids on vacation to my mother for 10 days. <laughs> that was the time I, that was the time left so I can get my payment. So I dressed my kids up and made the bags. When I was out of the house, a lady I had helped with some paperwork was looking for me. She's a farmer, and she, as a thank you, decided to bring me corn, pork, meal, avocados, potato, bean, milk, cheese, eggs, and other things. And the most incredible thing is that she brought me coffee, like you did. So I'm very thankful. <laughs> I was standing there crying like crazy. I couldn't believe that was happening. I had enough to eat for more than 10 days and could even give some to other people. Jesus provides what I need, and he even spoils me with coffee. He shows me his love in a fantastic way so I can help people in need. Maybe not with all he put on my table, but with all I can. He is with me in times I don't like to be with me. I don't want to be with me. This may sound strange, but haven't you been in times you don't like yourself? I have been there many times, and I'm, I'm always amazed of how Jesus has been with me during those seasons. I was born in a Christian family. But for a time in my life, I decided I didn't want to be a Christ follower. The story I told you before happening during that time, 
happened during that time. When I look back, I didn't really like the person I was then. But even then, he showed me his love with the most incredible things I have experienced. <laughs> One time after the events of this year happened, I was complaining, and suddenly all these things started to come to my mind. He was showing me all the moments I was a stubborn girl, a stubborn daughter. So he was, yeah, okay, sorry. So he showed me, he was with me on those moments, and he is with me now. He's always willing to give me a new opportunity. This is something I have been challenged this week. I needed options. I had to leave the ministry I worked in for 13 years, and it was not my decision. And it was hard. And I'm still trying to get over it. This week was especially hard because I felt for the first time after five months that I was surrounded by people who knew what I was going on and supported me. Don't get me wrong. I had good friends who helped me during this time, but it's different when you can have, hug, and cry with your friends face to face and not through a Zoom call. Everything I worked in for 13 years, many relationships I built, and many stories were gone. For many people, that was the end. Sometimes I thought it was, but Jesus is not like that. He's always turned bad things into and make new, new opportunities. Auna, I now have a blank page, a new ministry. He's fantastically open doors, opening doors, and I am still scared, but now I know it is his work. I feel honored to join it. I now have the options of doing what he has done for me and helping people without hope to start dreaming that their everyday life can be changed, an opportunity to help them build a micro-business, to teach them how to be financially safe, and to have a better health. To show the love of Jesus practically, I believe is more than amazing. I just get excited when I can share my experiences with him. Well, it's better in my language, but okay. I will, I, I will try. <laughs> I may need to be more skilled to do this new ministry, but I know too that it doesn't matter because I just have to stay close to him to do what he has done with me, and he will make out of my weakness something that will really glorify his name. He always puts the right people around me. Looking at the stories before, you can see that always there was a person involved in his work. I want to be one of them. I feel honored that he allowed me to talk about him. He has challenged me today to do something entirely new for me. He used Sherry to tell me he trusted me enough to stand up here and talk to you about him, which is amazing, of course. He knows I won't do anything if he's not with me. So, if, some, if someone of you, ah, quite, 
If some of you are making excuses for not doing something that maybe the Holy Spirit is prompting you to do because you think you can, you can't, I will tell you, you may be right. And you can't. But the thing is, it's not about what you think you can. It's about obeying. He's the one who is going to work. Otherwise, I won't be standing here today. Remind, close, remain close to him and do what he has done for you. Love as he has loved you. As the commandment says, this is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. John 15, 12. I will encourage you to remember and write down some of the one or two wonders that he has done in your life. And I have some questions. Okay. How did he feel? How did you, did you feel at that moment? What area in your life has it changed? How can you do the same to others? Well, that is what God put in my heart to write today. And I really hope it can help you in some way. Because it has helped me. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Add three questions because I said our church really likes that at the end. <laughs> so thank you for doing that. Uh, but at this time, turn to someone. The only rule is it's got to be someone that you didn't come here with. And then discuss these three questions. We'll take probably 10 minutes and then I'll come back up and we'll dismiss for the day. So let's discuss these questions.